Hey everyone, and welcome to It's the Breakdown Podcast with Dee Malone. I am Dee Malone, and this week I'm going to take you back. Now some of you may not have heard this before, but some of you may have. But it was just so right that I had to bring it back twice. So, the title of today's lesson is, She Waited, The Art of Waiting Well. But before we get into it, let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much for life, health, and strength. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're about to do. Father, I come to you right now asking that you would let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Speak through me, for me, and to me, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill me with your power. Bless each and every person, every heart, every mind, every set of ears that we are receptive to what it is that you have to say to us on today. Help us, Lord God, to get wisdom, understanding, and clarity of your word. All these things in your sweet name, Jesus, we pray, we bless you, we honor you. Amen. And I don't know if any of you know this story, but this is a story about Hannah and how well she waited for her promise. And we're going to go to the book of 1 Samuel. We're going to go to the first chapter. And we're going to go from the first verse to the 20th verse. Now, you read this on your own. I'm not going to read it aloud. Otherwise, it would just take up too much of our time. But, you guys, I will give you some context on this story. So, you ever want something so badly that you cry every night for it? You vow that you'll do right for it, buy it. You'll do right by God once he gives it to you. You literally beg God and offer it back to him once you get it. No? Well, Hannah did. See, Hannah was this amazing woman. And Hannah was married to Elkina. Elkina was also married to Peninnah. Now, Peninnah already had children. Hannah did not. Hannah was set to be a woman with a barren womb, which means she's not having any children. And Elkina would be so generous to her. He would give her extra. He would love on her because she didn't have any children. And the one thing Elkina couldn't understand was why that wasn't enough for her. But see, Hannah had this this yearning, this burning on the inside that she just had to have a child. She just didn't feel complete. And back in those days, you weren't a woman if you didn't have a child. So you can understand where Hannah is like feeling so less than, but yet she was so amazing. And so the other half of that is Panana knew and I'm sure there was a, a deep-seated jealousy. And so Peninnah would torture her every day. So imagine you're being tortured about the very thing you want so badly. Isn't that like some of us? We're, we're literally feeling and we feel like someone is, is Peninnah just torturing us with our dreams. With our desires that God has put down on the inside of us but we're not seeing it come to pass yet. Now, are we handling it like Hannah? Let me tell you how Hannah handled that situation. See, what Hannah did was, Hannah bitterly wept 
And when she bitterly wept, she never complained aloud to anyone. She never complained to her husband. She didn't nag her husband because Elkanah is her husband. She didn't nag him. She never got revenge on Peninnah. What she did do was she wept bitterly alone to God. See, she decided, I'm going to run to the temple. I'm going to go to the one that can actually help me. Sometimes we run to the people that cannot help us. We're like, yeah, I'm just going to vent this and I'm just going to complain. I'm just going to nag. But that person isn't helping us. Now, that's not always the case because the Bible does say the wise seeks godly counsel. So it's okay to discuss a situation with someone who can help you. But sometimes we just be venting because we want a little attention. But Hannah was different. Hannah went off to the temple and she wept so ridiculously, so bitterly, the Bible says, that she looked like she was drinking. And when Eli came into the temple and saw her crying, the way that she was crying, see, she was crying so hard that words weren't even coming out of her mouth. She was whispering, but she wasn't, you couldn't hear the sound. You couldn't hear her saying anything. Now, how many times have any of us gotten a little spanking when we were kids and you know that first lick, it hit you and you like, ah, all the speech is gone. Well, that's Hannah. And Eli thought she was drunk. So he's like, get out of here, you drunken woman. The nerve of you coming into the temple drunk. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not drunk. I am just hurting. I am pleading my case to God, but I'm not drunk. Hannah took things to God. She's like, okay, if I'm going to get some help, I'm going to have to seek the one who can help me. And when Eli, the priest, saw, wait a minute, oh, she's not drunk, he then blessed her. When she assured him, there's no wine or anything else in my system, I'm not intoxicated. I just wanted to come complain to the Lord with my honesty. See, because God can handle our honesty. He gave us our emotions. He wants to hear from us. He wants us to not carry those things around because when you carry them, you become bitter, jealous, envious, wrathful. And he wants us to be able to unload on him. And then he'll give us his burdens and his yoke because they're light and easy. And so Eli says, go. You have now been blessed. May the God of Israel grant you your petition, which you have asked of him. So he's telling her, listen, girl, go in peace. And I'm praying that God would give you exactly what you asked for. Because he saw the sincerity. He saw all of the anguish and the hurt. But most importantly, he saw the desire, the love. He knew it couldn't have been something devilish that she was asking for. He knew it wasn't something selfish. 
He could see it all over her once he realized she wasn't drunk. And immediately when she got up to leave, she left her sadness in the tabernacle and went home. So she left her sadness in the temple. She left it in the place of worship. She left it in the hands of God. Are you hearing me? She left it in the hands of God. And her sadness was immediately gone. What a relief to be able to go to God in prayer and then leave better than when we came in. So she went in distraught and came out with a little bit of joy, a little bit of peace because she knew that what she prayed for was coming. She didn't know when it was coming, but she knew that it was coming. And in time, that prayer, that request was honored by God because in time, Hannah had been given her son. And what I love about Hannah is that Hannah says, I'll give him back to you. If you give him to me, I'll give him back to you. That was her prayer. So she said, I'll give him back to you. And that's what she did. When she gave birth to her son, she named him Samuel. And Samuel's name means, because I have asked for him from the Lord. How many Hannahs are out there right now? I know there's one talking to you. <laughs> and it's just not about just... Let me pray to God to get my blessings. It's about trusting in the Father. That's what that to me, I felt like, oh, this is about trusting God. She waited well. She didn't have a bad attitude. She didn't walk around complaining. She didn't walk around revengeful, vengeful. She did not nag her husband. She didn't do any of those things. She kept her peace, even though she was distraught on the inside. She walked around with the fruits of the spirit. And when she had the opportunity to keep going back to God, she went to God with her honesty. But she knew that he could be trusted. And I want us today to trust God, myself included. So I want to give you five points to help us be more like Hannah. The first one is pray about it. Be open and honest with the Lord. Take your hurt, your misery, your request, whatever it is, take it to him. Because he wants to hear from us. Number two, request, not demand. Don't expect your own way. God is not our genie. So if we ask him for something, we have to also know that if it's not within his will, it's not going to be done. So many times we ask for things out of selfish ambition. God is not honoring that. God wants to honor things that have purpose in the atmosphere. Things that are going to bless others, not just ourselves. We are never blessed just to be blessed for us. We are blessed to be blessings. So let's remember that we don't get to demand 
anything from God. He does not work for us. We, in turn, we work for him. We are his children. You know, you ever hear your parents say, you're not my, my mother. I'm your mother. You're my child. We have to remember to stay in the child's place. Never try to be the master. Remain the student. So request, not demand. The third thing is wait patiently. Waiting well is the key to our promise. Waiting with praise on our lips, thanksgiving in our hearts, trusting and believing that it's going to come to pass. It's not enough to say, oh, I'm not going to give up. It's not enough to say, I trust you, God. We have to move in expectation, move like we trust him. Continue to read his word, continue to get to know him. That's waiting well. The fourth thing, keep your word. Once God gives the promise, you got to keep your word. Can't go back on what you said you was going to do. Then you all of a sudden, we've got amnesia. We forgot that we said we was going to do so, 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 and so. Lord, if you get me out of this situation, I promise I'm going to turn away from this. I will never go back. And then a week later, when he gives it to you, a month later, whenever he gives it to you, you're running right back to the thing that he's, hold up, no. If you offered him something, give it to him. Don't be a thief and take it back. And that's what Hannah did. When Hannah left her request on the altar, she did that, left it. She didn't drag it back outside with her. She didn't go tell Elkanah. She didn't go tell Peninnah. She didn't go back and tell Eli. She left it between her and God. But she kept her word. And the fifth thing we want to do is we want to steward well. Remember I said we are blessed to be a blessing? So we have to be blessings. Steward well what we're given. It doesn't belong to us. It's on loan. So we have to manage well what we have. When he gives it to us, he expects us to give a portion of it back, whatever it is. That's why we have tithing. Tithing is not about just growing the church. Uh, it's, it's really about us giving back to God. So no matter if whatever it is that you're doing, whether it is your classroom, whether it is, you know, church, wherever it is, give back to that. That's tithing. When we go to church, we give back. Because we want God to know that he's important to us and we value and appreciate what he's given to us. So that means our time, that means our, our finances, that means our gifts, give them back to him. So steward those things well. And see, even though Hannah gave Samuel back to God, here's where it gets extra good. God honored and rewarded her with even more children. Don't be afraid to give up what God gave you because when God gives, he can take it away. So don't hold on to it with a vice grip thinking that it's mine, 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 mine. You know how little kids when they first start out and they don't know how to share yet, everything is mine, mine, mine. We cannot be grown children. <laughs> Talking about mine, mine, mine. Hannah gave it back to God. 
She gave her baby back to God, but then God honored that she kept her word and he rewarded her with more children. So no longer was she a barren woman. And by keeping her promise to God, he made her more fruitful. So we have to honor our commitments to God. When you produce fruit and then you give it and you tithe it back, watch God give it more. He says, give and it will be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, pouring into your bosom. So I want to leave you with this. Don't pray for it if you're not ready to do what it takes to receive it and achieve it. So I pray that this lesson has blessed you and touched you immensely. And I pray that it's encouraging to your soul, to your spirit, and to your heart. We are not in this just for promises. We're in this to give God glory and that God be glorified through what he's given to us, that we use it to bring him even more glory. So I don't want us to ever be stuck on just trying to get from God. I want us to be stuck on trying to give to God and we need to exercise patience in every piece of the fruit of the spirit. If we want to be like Hannah, but more like Christ. So let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much. We thank you, God, for the way that you love on your children. We thank you, God, that you honor us when we wait well. And you honor us and you bless us even more when we keep our word to you. And so, God, right now, I ask that you help each and every one of us that is waiting on a promise, that's waiting on a word from you, that's waiting on direction, that you would help us to wait well, that we would bring our cares to you and leave them there, never to pick them back up and share them with anyone else. Help us, Lord God, to see that it is only you that can do what we need to be done. Help us to trust you, to love you, and to obey you. Help us to be more like you and less like the world. And so, Lord, I ask that you would bless, protect, keep, and prosper each and every one of us. Help us, Lord, to not just be your, the hearer of your word, but the doer of your word. All these things in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now be blessed. But more importantly, be a blessing.